Zone. We're here in uh, North Studios and North Comics and more. Valhalla. Yep. I was gonna say Steve's basement. Yeah. We're here with uh, Steve Howe and Zach Reiser again. From. Uh, Hello. Yep. Ooh. Welcome. <laughs> Reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, uh, together on a <laughs> podcast again. Together again, once more, forever. When are you gonna? start your guys's again uh probably next week uh christmas season gets to be really tough for us to really sit down and get stuff done plus with writing the the point of sale that i've been on it's just been a lot and tearing myself away from that has been really difficult yeah uh so i haven't been having the the normal creative juices i've been wanting to do it Pushing to, you know, you guys doing this is great because it's going to bring me back into the fold of this Mm -hmm. because i get to use new equipment New mics, new headphones, new everything. So this is our first running on this one. Yeah. So the inaugural, it's no longer a virgin. Oh, no. Bob Ooh. the Cherry. It's a little whore. Bob the Cherry. It got entered by four people. Ooh. <laughs> All at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> so. 2021. Yep. We're here Crazy to talk year. about. Good year for comics, kind of shitty for a lot of other things. Well, it's been shitty also for comics because there's been a lot of move movements. There's been a lot of supply chain issues. Comics shut down completely for a little while. Comic um, terrorists. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the ports being closed down have put a, a shortage on paper. So you've got books that are a month and a half behind right now. Yeah. Uh, then you have people that aren't putting their books out on time. you got people that have decided to jump ship over to that goddamn Substack and stop writing their books for six months while they just cash out and make money. Which, I don't damn anybody for making money, but don't forget your fans who put you where you are. I don't think it's going to last. Oh, God, no. Yeah, it can't. They're, they're throwing way too much money around to lure the writers in. You know, I, I fear that uh, James Tinian, Tinian, however you say it, is going to fall into that trap. Yeah. That he's burning his bridges at D.C., Oh, he's done writing at DC. Once uh, uh, Nice House on the Lake is finished, that's his last DC title. And that's on a six-month hiatus. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, All of his books are going on a hiatus. Six months? Yeah. Six months hiatus on a 12-issue miniseries. You're going to lose. Or maxi-series. Do you think something like that would affect interest? Like, don't you think they would lose? Oh, yeah. When it comes back, numbers are going to be crashed. Yeah. Um, unless it's a cult book and nice house on the lake isn't a cult book saga's coming back next month for the first time in four or five years something like that and that's such a cult book that it's expected to just have enormous sales but it's also been one of those ones where people have been begging for the book for four years no one's begging for nice house on the lake right now and from the, the rumors I've heard, people have been, like, the feedback we get in the stores that there are some people that are a little bored with it now anyway, and they're probably not going to pick it back up when yeah, it comes they won't, out. Yeah, you're going to lose at least half of your 
readers. Yeah, he has two series least. that are going to keep going after his Substack debacle that are going to keep people loving it, and that's Something is Killing the Children and Department of Truth. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that he owns, and those are the two that have a cult-like following. And so, on that note, we're going to talk about, um, today, we've all brought a list of our top five comics that uh, we thought were our favorites for the year. Um, interested to hear what everybody's got, for sure. I, I'm, I have some ideas of what might pop up, but not really... I think there's some obvious ones that I've that we all thought somebody might pick, but I feel like Hulkling and Wiccan. Wicklin. 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 <laughs> well, candles. the fact that when you guys come into the store, we talk comics all the time. None of these should really be too but, much of uh, a surprise. Right. But I, I think there's some on that what should be on the list that or some people might think should be that aren't going to be why don't we jump into it do it yeah, well, you want yeah. you start all right Bill? so just because we were, were dogging on it or, or criticizing it actually one of my top picks was nice house on the lake <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, know it is a good story it, it is and my biggest complaint i think is echoed in your comments is just you know it's not getting you know need to keep needs to keep coming yeah the flow of the comics is is the biggest point but i really like that each episode is its own focuses on its own character so it has that start and finish in each episode so you get that that release and still the tease for the next one at the same time but i, I had to choose which tinny and i wanted on there because i went through and a lot of what I follow is by art, authors. So it's like, all right, Department of Truth, Killing the Children, or that. So it was very close between Department of Truth and Nice House on the Lake. But honestly, I think I enjoy that one more. I've kind of fallen a little bit out on Department of Truth, but I need to catch up. The Bigfoot one kind of slowed me down oh, for a God. while. I think the Bigfoot one <laughs> almost killed everybody. Mm-hmm. Is it that bad? Uh, um, what there's like two or three pages where it's just... It's like four. Well, it's here's something. here's kind of the problem with, with that one. And it's on my list, but uh, the, the Bigfoot one was two issues where every other one's been a single issue. And I'd say a quarter of those two issues were either handwritten or typewritten notes. Mm-hmm. And so it really takes oh, you out of the flow. Oh, just a shitload of reading. Yeah. yeah. And it was difficult to read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the oh, cursive that, was, it was horrifying. Like chicken scratch. Mm-hmm. The the cursive was around. Yeah, like a doctor's note. It was terrifying. And it was on a textured paper, which made it even more difficult to kind of read. Yeah, it looks or, like the guy seasoned it with coffee too. Yeah. Like, oh god. So, it, <laughs> so it was it, the aesthetic choices that really hurt that issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I mean, there was one other issue in there that I had a real hard time with, but that was the art, not the story. Because they changed artists for one issue. I think it was issue seven. Something like that, yeah. And that almost, if that uh, right, if that artist was going to stay on the series, I was done with it. So it's easy to lose on a book if it's not done right. Yeah. And they've made some mistakes on that one, but. Not the worst ever, though. No, God, no. Mm-mm. Okay. So Which... next one on my list is uh, The Me You Love in the Dark. Mm-hmm. I think it's That's probably a great book. made my list probably because I just finished it and I get the full arc. 
Uh, you know, if somebody missed it, I'd recommend picking up a trade paperback to get the full five issues all together for that. It, it, what I like, what I would describe it as is the post story after Beauty and the Beast, but it's a tragedy. Hmm. So, you know, what happens to Beauty after she marries or gets stuck with the Beast? And it's a tragedy and a horror story and a love story all kind of mixed to one. Huh. And that's and that's. And I it had a lot of good visual storytelling as well, which I enjoyed. With the the copy itself was kind of minimal, but I think it read really well from from start to finish. The thing that blew my mind on that book is who wrote it. I'm not a big fan of his artwork, mm-hmm. but man, Scotty Young did a great job writing that one, and that truly shocked me that that could come from him, considering he does all the childlike Marvel covers. Yeah. Hmm. Last one on my list. That was five, right? Um, oh, no, I two. Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow, Chip Sardeski. <laughs> Excellent. Love book. it. Venom, as always, my top character of all time. Uh, love the reinvention of the character. I, reading the old origins of the old comics of the Silver Age comics, when Venom kind of came, they took panels from it and almost word by word and it meshed and it changed so eloquently and can we take a moment to appreciate J. Jonah Jameson bitch slapping Eddie Brock yes. verbally shitting on <laughs> oh, he was one of my favorite characters in that because it, it, it showed a different dimension to him I love the way uh, Chip Sardeski portrays J. Uh, J. J. Jameson yeah it was it was wonderful to see him understanding Parker like the mm-hmm. moment he finds out who he is, going, you were under control. It's not your fault. Coming from him, yeah. that's yeah. a huge, huge character adjustment. Yeah. But it fit. It didn't feel from left field. But just seeing him shit talk Eddie, you wait, you want to kill him because of you fucked up? <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> go you to hell, you little bitch. <laughs> you misreported the centimeter, so Spider-Man's the fault? Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're a shithead? <laughs> yeah. Great. If, if you missed it, you're, you're, you're missing out, especially if you're a Spidey fan, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one on my list here, um, it kind of surprised me a little bit that I made the list, but I, and I think I like it because of where it's going to tie in next. And that would be the Heroes Reborn series. I, I, as far as action superhero, it was Dude, I, a good action, fast-paced. It wasn't too much. It, it, you could almost argue they needed a little more substance in between. In, in each episode, but it kept the pace kept up. It was like, it's kind of what I wanted out of nonstop Spider-Man in a lot of ways that it just kept going. And I think really what is appealing is where, where we're going to see it start tying into Avengers this yeah, next year. That, just that whole story. The only, my only bitch would have been how it ended so fast. It just felt like it wrapped up really, really, really quick. You built up this really good story and then it's just like... A, over i loved i that almost made my list so that's that's interesting i thought about putting that on there. And, and i kind of wonder the same thing that it was rushed a little bit too much but it, i i'm glad it didn't get just you know saturated with filler issues between the two and i would much rather it be I leave just, me a little bit disappointed that i wanted a little bit more than you know like the, the, the sinister it. war from you yeah, know, spider-man i just, I just yeah. felt like it ended really quickly it for did. how much it built up like it built up in more issues than it ended mm-hmm. so 
yeah, it just felt like really quick and abrupt to me, and I was bummed out by that because I enjoyed, I really enjoyed it, the whole Hyperion thing, and even the uh, the Peter Parker one, uh, Amazing oh, Shutterbug. I yeah. missed that one. That was a great See, dude. That was a, such a good oh, it's, book. Like it's he, really sad, and like how Hyperion, it's like a superman and um um jimmy olsen jimmy olsen relationship or at least hyperion thinks so and really he peter parker hates him and he thinks that like hyperion's sitting here thinking that he's looking up to him and you know did you read avengers 50 yet yeah did you avengers yeah 50? Did the you? new one it just yeah came, oh god why all the last <laughs> couple weeks ago yeah uh this one actually sets up something amazing for the future and they reference some of the characters from heroes yeah. reborn now really i yeah. think in heroes reborn what would have been the better ending on that one is to go the sopranos ending honestly just end it don't don't try to wrap it up because you're looking at a a, a new world through a new set of lenses they left and it, just close your eyes. You know that, that they left it open better. though because then they left uh, Owl Man or whatever, right? What was that his name? The Batman ripoff one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they left mm-hmm. him kind of open ended because then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck he said." I can't remember. He was like, "Yeah, but I would have liked not everything tied." Like, I'd say seventy percent of everything was tied up. Thirty percent was left open. And I would have either preferred everything tied up or nothing tied up. Just right. let it mm-hmm. in. You go into the world. There's no start. There's no finish. It's just a, a, a peek into their world. And having just rewatched Sopranos really gives me that, that love of that idea of entering a world and exiting a world. They really did that. Without trying to, to, to explain it all right. at the beginning and the end. They really did that with um, Future State. Yeah, um, I mean they left it open with Gotham, mm. of course, but and that one's okay. Like it doesn't. Um, I wish they would have continued something different. Well, here's but like it's not bad. And they wrapped up, like you said, they wrapped up basically everything. Yeah, and um, you know they kind of like with the new, the next Batman, like they kind of did. Um, what was the? Is it called that? The next Batman. The yeah, next Batman uh, or. Batman's second son. That that was, story. Yeah, it was Batman's second son, and then you got uh, I Am Batman, or in the next. Yeah, bat- yeah, I don't know. Well, either but way, they kind of they basically wrapped everything up and then went back to normal. And all of Future States really just turning lemons into lemonade. That yeah. whole series was just that. It was. Fun. They had a whole bunch of stories for Generation Five reboot of the DC Universe under Didio. Yeah. And his plans of rebooting it for a third time under his uh, purview. And then when he was let go, they had all of the scripts written. And so they had somebody go back, an editor go through, make changes, and then come up with Future State. So they could make money off of what had already been done. And it was a ballsy move. I mean, shutting down the rest of their normal lines for two months, that's ballsy as hell. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of books, too, in two months. But they were... For the most part, great books. No, yeah. I loved, I, I enjoyed Future State a lot. Like, There I were th- a few that weren't great. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to have that, though. Yeah. Like, no um, matter what. The Aquaman one was okay. I thought I'm not it was. Aquaman see, I, I liked the uh, Aquaman yeah, it was, when he was like. The Supergirl was the one that, Superwoman. Uh, that was the one I didn't. I, su- I 
the I don't the think I read was, that one. Well, the art was cool in it, but the the story, yeah, the story just felt like cotton balls, like just a bunch of fluff. It's like when you forget yeah. the the cheese and mac and cheese, so you just got plain ass noodles. Yeah. Well, some mm-hmm. of those stories they tried to be too uh, have too much going on. It's like for something like that, you need to just be simple. Oh, yeah. I feel like some of them just had too little going on because you had, like, uh, Superman versus Imperious Lex and the final that issue one was, was so like, tight. I love that one. God, but, like, the last issue was, like, mostly ads. Like, every other page was a full page, like, ad. Yeah, ad. like, Here's they were coming ads. next month. Yeah. yeah. These graphic novels are up. So hey. I should just buy the graphic novel instead. Yeah, hey, yeah. guess what? Batman's coming back. Really? You didn't? I, I couldn't have told. No, no way. I thought we were staying with this forever. <laughs> or right now, 75% of all DCs, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it is. There's a lot of Batman going on. I can't believe I just spent five minutes looking up the Batman ripoff in Squadron Supreme. And then now we're not even talking about it anymore. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> well, it was, did, it well was, tell us what it is. What's his name? Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Yeah. Nighthawk. yeah. <laughs> I got to say, though, just uh, Mike really, really quickly on the Heroes Reborn stuff, it's one of the only events that had tie-ins that the tie-ins didn't feel like it just bogged everything down. Like, it actually felt like I was getting more... It was adding to of, it. Yeah, it was actually expanding the world instead of being like... It was flavoring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like King in Black, like the one Planet of the Symbiotes issue where it was just the first appearance of uh, US, U.S. Kaiju in like 10 years and no one cared. At least yeah. I didn't. Well, the Thunderbolts one on that one didn't really fucking add a goddamn thing. It was I really mean, fun, though. It was, it was fun, fun and it had it full killer. killer. Uh, so they, I'm in. And they stole <laughs> Sentry's body and used yeah. it as a bomb. But the Valkyries one was like their own, didn't really... Seems to attach. No, yeah, like we're flying them. through the air and there's occasionally a dragon we're killing. And it, it seemed oh, to be more been. about their regular story, the storyline yeah. previous, which I did. So I was yeah, kind of lost with that one. Yeah, they went to save the sentry's soul or something. What? What are we talking about? King and Black. King and Black. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I didn't read any of that. I, I yeah. suck. Skip, stick to the Cates. So you're, that's the end of your list then, huh? Yep. Okay. A good list too. That is a good list. Um, who's up next? Get down, Zach. Oh, wait, you don't want to go? We don't wanna I'm going to go last. Topic. I'm a fucking what? gentleman and a scholar, sir. Alrighty, for mine, I got... I'm just going to go down the list and I don't even ask me questions about why, if you want. I've got Basilisk by Cullen Bunn and Jonas Scharf. I've got The Nice well, House on the Lake. Instead of going too fast, uh, yeah, man, not everybody know. knows Basilisk. Such yeah, a give a little bit of info on it. Okay. Slow I, down I there, champ. Say, yeah. You know I don't. This isn't a 50-yard dash, man. Oh. Yeah, Zach. Wrap it up. Ten yeah. seconds. Uh, yep. um, Basilisk. There are a lady who was a prior, or whose family was a prior victim to the group called the Chimera, do you believe? A hive mind that will have like sensory-based destruction powers hunts down the one who has the eye powers, more or less, and goes on a revenge plot. Really interesting. They all seem to have, all their powers seem to connect. The covers are cool. How everything works is really interesting. Like, they they take damage from their powers. It's not like Spider-Man. Like, imagine if Spider-Man's, like, I don't know, tendons came out when he shot webs, more or less. Mm. Which, I mean, that's not the best. Zombie? Yeah, right? Spider-Man? And uh, his intestines? Yeah, right. So or something like that. There's there's a cost for what they do. Did yeah, like the, the like one Quake g- in uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah, like the the I can't remember her name, but the one who has the eye powers, she'll burn out your eyes, but then she'll just start bleeding from her eyes. One has the ability to kill you with a touch, but it also burns off all of her skin on her arm. It's really interesting. 
Hmm. The guy who can hear everything can't talk at all. It's really strange and fun, honestly. It, yeah. it has kind of a X-Men kind of group feel. Yeah. And also it kind of reminded me of kind of a little bit, uh, you know, kind of like gods and mythos. Yeah. And it, it weaved into it as well. Because the one guy was like really Odin-like. Mm-hmm. The guy who had the two ravens who could only hear everything but couldn't speak. I think he also had telepathy. I need to read it again. Yeah. Once this next one, I may re- Yeah. But it's yeah. a great oh, yeah. a, a mythos. It breathes in mm-hmm. and out the, the mythos and that, that storyline. I could really see if you change like one or two things out of it, it would just be a really terrible like X-Men story. But like good terrible, kind of like when, um, oh, who is it? Milligan and Allred did uh, the ecstatics. Everyone's just dying all the time. <laughs> Everything's terrible. They're all just corporate shills. <laughs> Everything sucks. The world's gonna burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you got next? Little emo X Men. Uh, next one I got. I got the nice house on the lake by Tinian, Tinian the fourth, the fifth, whoever, whatever, and Alvaro Martinez Bueno on the art. I legit only picked this issue because of how how blown away I was with the first with the very first issue, like. It looked like it was going to be a standard apocalypse kind of story, zombies or maybe like crossed or something like that. But how they did, how, how oh they happened. Nancy Kerrigan this. Oh yeah, you just it's like a good M Night Shyamalan. There was just a twist and a twist and a twist, and I loved it. Oh my god, and just how the how the epitome the, the so aptly named nice house on the lake looks, how everything is set up. Mm. It's a unique take at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not one that we often get. And that's what I appreciate about it. What's, what's next then? I've got my, I think probably one of my favorite anthology series. I've got The Silver Coin by whoever feels like writing it, or whoever they have scheduled, and whoever they have scheduled to do the art. It's truly one of those series where you can pick up the issue and you don't have to worry about any prior storyline, any anything, because the coin just seems to make its way around to destroy lives more or less and that's really what the series is about a little silver cur- a little cursed silver coin ruining and destroying people's lives sounds like the uh heavy metal movie yeah <laughs> yeah but not like the storyline in it just the cassette goes around and ruins people's lives heavy no, metal. A that's green old orb. Uh, yeah <laughs> when did that come out 1980 1980 like silver coin reminds me of like a good um Twilight Zones or yeah. Outer Limits. Yeah, they, yeah, it's definitely. got that that horror twist. It, it's they had that mm, Black young. Mirror show too. The, have you? Did you watch that? The, what was it? It's called Black Mirror. Uh, Black Mirror, I've basically Twilight it. Zone. If everything in the world sucked. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There was there a was really good show. What, 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 what do robot do? Robots dream of electric sheep was a good one that was out. They did a remake of that. Oh, yeah. It's Black, Black Mirror. Mirror is amazing it's a great and show. hard to watch at the same time yeah you can't. It there is, is difficult. some fucked up shit that you happens can't, you can't binge it it's not you're not binge i did at all. i did are you a you have psychological problems yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least vitamin deficiency at this point like <laughs> bullshit i fucking take vitamins well, every day season three you, you can binge through because that's the american produced one and it's not near as dark wasn't wasn't that the one that had the the miley cyrus in it? yeah no, I thought that was. I think four had Miley Cyrus. Or four, yeah. Whichever one had Miley Cyrus and uh, 
Anthony Mack. Yeah, I was going to say, because season three, I, I think I, the max I got through in one go was two episodes, because Jesus, Jesus Yeah, they'll, they'll take you down a dark, dark path. Yeah, it's a crazy show. Right. So what's uh, next? <laughs> God, <laughs> just the... Uh, I need to watch Black Mirror now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Again. Uh, I've got Two Moons by John Arcudi and art by Valero Gian Giordano. Oh, God. I'm just going to say this a lot the entire time. The, I really enjoyed this storyline, or this story overall. First one is five issues dealing with the onset of the American Civil War and how I, the guy Victor Morris or Virgil Morris, Virgil Morris, has avoided his shamanistic past as a, as a I guess, former Pawnee Indian, if you can be formerly. He gave it up and decided to be fake white, I guess, more or less. Uh, um, and how it's coming back to haunt him and he is uh, given his quest uh, he's got to kill a bunch of people because they're getting possessed by uh, spirits of evil because of all the hate and anger and violence in the American Civil War it's really neat we just got issue 6 I think a month or two about a month ago and it is 10 or 15 years 10 to 20 years down the line he is a full blown shaman and his side his air quotes sidekick uh, is a full blown doctor now. It's really interesting dealing with an entirely different thing. Seemingly the Trail of Tears, more mm. or less. Huh. God, the art is cool. Everything looks so like brutal and bloody and almost photorealistic. If you can have like a pig headed demon be photorealistic, almost in a way. But yeah, it's it's fun. Read it. So it's Read good it. then. Yes. No, it could be terrible. I'm still going to force you to read it. <laughs> this is, this is like I, I picked up on issue two. I was a little lost. Yeah. I think I needed, you know, I think if I would have started, probably would be a good one to look on trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Oh, you started on two? Yeah. Okay. And I was it's, like, yeah. I'd... Yeah, it's definitely not one you can just randomly jump into. Not an anthology. No. Nope. Well, I mean, like, you can jump into, like, Spider-Man in a random issue as long as it's not, like, one before the twist <laughs> well, ending. Well, yeah, you know what? What what you're walking into with Spider Man yeah, though? It's no. Spider Man. He fights green you, villains mainly. No, and... you don't. Not after not after reading Sinister War and all that. Well, I, I I was actively I no, reading that and beyond... I didn't necessarily know what was going on. <laughs> I, like, it was like Inception on crack. I did, I <laughs> like I I don't know that much about the lore, and I'm like, dude, this isn't even fun to read. I just wanted to see more like Spider Man villains. Nick's beating them up and spike or whatever spencer but i can't even i don't even care <laughs> enough to get your name right <laughs> <laughs> i think you've heard his feelings yeah, yeah. He like, he's and listening he, now his, he was a good writer but he just didn't have good conflict good didn't have conflict and conflict resolution like what kate's is good at that elevates yeah. oh. the character and that's what was lacking from the last the last Spider-Man run. I think We're supposed to talk about the good stuff of 2021. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what's your last on your list? My last one was, well, is You Promised Me Darkness, uh, the writing and the art done by Damian Connolly. Oh, God, the art is amazing. The The story is is fun and interesting, but the art is really what got me. All black and white, no actual color, all almost negative space in a way. Mm. Uh, quick little rundown of the story. Every 75 years when Haley's Comet comes by, it give, it changes people's auras and gives them magic powers, more or less. Anything from huh, one of the main characters turns into a legit gray alien-looking creature. 
Uh, another one gets pyrokinesis. Another one has the ability, the main villain of the story, has the ability to rip out people's auras and take their powers. I just don't remember if you die when he does that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Sounds tight. I want to read that one. Yeah. What's it called again? Uh, you Promised Me Darkness. You Promised Me Darkness. I'm going to forget that in ten don't, minutes. Don't worry. I'll just yell at you more about it. Yeah, just every time I come in. series, wasn't it? When, uh, whenever. Uh, five, it'll, yeah. it'll be in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> didn't we, didn't yeah. we did figure out last time I was on here that Mike doesn't know how to read? No, that's not true. I read all the time. You sure? Big words. <laughs> like the. Yeah, they're really big words. Spiderman and stuff. <laughs> so that's it, huh? Yeah. What's I mean, number one? Five. Uh, I've had to pick one for number one. Two moons. Most interesting story, and you really don't see a lot of alternate takes on the Civil War, really. Like, you'll see, like, You Promised Me Darkness is set in, like, modern time. No, it's set before 2012 because they make a reference that the song Gangnam Style harkens the end of the world. Oh, God. Uh, that, I just, I don't know how I felt about that one. But most of the stuff you read is modern days, and... Having something that far back was really fun. Cool. Good list, too. A couple of really good ones. Yeah. Some great ones on there. Some I'm surprised about. Why? I only All these are horror books, and I only ever read horror books. Well, I really thought it would have been Archie. <laughs> I actually was considering just Honorary Sixth, Archie's uh, Comic Digest. <laughs> or like um, uh, Sonic and Tales of the Villains. Uh, uh, My Little Pony Transformers. Uh, uh, some of those, friendship in disguise. Some of those Fortnite books. <laughs> yeah, the Batman Fortnite. Supposedly, oh. that's actually like some people told Don't me that was you actually even good. Say it. <laughs> oh no, like he has like Batman has like leave clues to himself or something because his memory gets wiped every time he leaves. Or I don't know, man. The Batman Scooby Doo mysteries, <laughs> where they're trying to find Batman's purple gloves from his first appearance. Yeah, that's the goat. That's the. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get better than that. <laughs> so what do you got, Steve? Uh, my top and also my favorite of the year. I'll start with that is Carmen. So Carmen is a unique story. Uh, Carmen is a, a guardian angel of sorts who is showing a woman almost a, it's a wonderful life way about her existence. But while she's doing this, things get darker and worse for the character, the main character. And her life throughout this book continues to suck more and more and more while being shown the beauty of the world. And she has to come to terms with the fact that her life sucks and accept it. And it's a five issue series. It's beautifully done, uh, beautifully drawn, beautiful story, but it was just an interesting take on supernatural and uh, morality and uh, retribution and resolution. Mm. And it really, it, it it got me. Like It almost made my top list. It was sounds yeah, really great. Cool. great it's, are you going to get, are they doing a graphic novel? Graphic novel I think comes out like in March, which is weird that it's more than a year after the book was finalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we get one? But I will bring it in because yeah, I told. Whenever you get that, I, I want to pick yeah. one up. Because when we had the book, I told everybody, read Carmen, read Carmen, read it. You're going to love it. You got me on it. It, Yeah. I don't think you guys ever mentioned it to me. Yeah, but he just said you don't know how to read. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> I gotta say, my favorite thing being about mean to me. the <laughs> the comic book Carmen is the character designs for the angels and everything. Yeah, the, you've got the you what? have a full head, but a black body, like a black outline of the body where you can see their skeleton. Well, no, because the because Carmen has the skeleton. You see the other one for the guy that you meet, and that one just has a. a a nervous system or a circulatory yeah, system or something. Or yeah, yeah, just like the org, like an outline of the organs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just really obscure. It's, did, it's so surreal. Did you ever watch the show Dead Like Me? Yes, it reminded me a lot of that, and just how they structured it. Oh yeah, in a good way, not a not ripping off way. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. not Heavy at creative all. influence. Uh, George was great in that one, by the way. She was just an angry person all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and Rube, yeah. gotta love Rube. Uh, if you'd never watched it's Manny Patacchio, and he is just angry Manny at everybody. Manny Patacchio? Yeah. Uh, played, uh, he was in Princess Bride. Everybody knows him. Oh, okay. I'm Inconceivable. thinking. I'm th- did him, uh, no. No, who? Uh, you Killed My Father. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It also in. Um, oh, uh, prepare today. And one of those CSI. Sh- the, yes. Uh, um, it's not CSI, but the other certain. Serial like, killer hunter. I yeah. Can't, can't remember the name of it. I can't head. either. Like Law and Order or CSI or... or Whatever. No. Who knows? Number two on my list, Department of Truth. We've got another James Tinian on there. I yep. mean, he's... Hey. Nice House on the Lake almost got on the list for me as well. But Department of Truth, in the fact that it goes so weird, kept me hooked. And the art is amazing, aside from one issue. Uh... And then, of course, Bigfoot, That it needed to be one issue, and it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. The two issues is what ruined that, but everything else has been fun. It, it's it's just the Tulpa mentality on there is if everybody believes in it, uh, it becomes true if enough people believe. So you get the Flat Earth, you get big uh, Bigfoot, you get the alien, or uh, you get alien invasions, you get the Satanic Panic, you get the moon landing. And coming up soon, we got uh, Mothman. So how could you not like cryptids? I haven't read it yet. Uh, Bill, you're, let me borrow it. You're a fool. Um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. But I just was reading. I was catching up on a bunch of stuff before we did this, and I just didn't get to it yet. But I'm gonna, now that you're telling me all this stuff, I really oh. might just go read it tonight. It's, it's insane. It, don't expect anything to make sense. You are just thrown right into the world. Mm-hmm. And That's you are cool. instantly just learning everything as the main characters learning everything. It's kind of like uh, how Echo Lands is. Or was that what it's called? I, Echo Oh, the, Echo Land, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, that's the a, weird form. It's kind of like that, too. That, that one almost made, made mine. It's good. It, it definitely, I think, one of the sleeper. It's a good one. Mm. I, I like it a lot. The art is uh, like yeah, an honorable mention, I guess. Um, but just the art in it, the way they, um, it almost like you know the Who Framed Roger Rabbit or uh, Cool Cool World when you would see the different uh, art for different st- uh, styles of character. Oh yeah. So like they they'll have a photo realistic uh, black and white uh, dude next to like a Bugs Bunny type character or. Uh, it's just a really good uh, story in general too with um, Red Riding Hood and just a cool take on all that and I, I thought that was a really fun book. Sorry to go off track. Oh no worries. It just, uh, yeah. it just reminded me of uh, of that and it's just a 
if anybody if you if you haven't read that that's another good one to go and check out because it's like bill said it's kind of a sleep room it caught me off guard i was like man this is fucking great like, and if the staples are on the different wrong side yeah and then <laughs> See, that bothered me that's why i didn't read it yeah it bothered me too like much that. but did it first like but that. then once i got over it it's like Oh yeah, it's like think, watching IMAX for the first yeah, time or I was something. Gonna say, I, I, was <laughs> say I could see why some, pe- but it's like this didn't work with my normal reading habits. I'm like, how do I hold this? I like it. Like spooning. What do you do with the other hand? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You lay That's on top. <laughs> That's not a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three on my list is off your list as well, which is Spider-Man: Spider Shadow. Mm. The thing mm-hmm. if. That's my favorite. That's that's my top. That's my number one. That book was so. I'm slow at reading a lot of my books. I've got a lot going on, um, so I won't delve into this one too much. But why it's on the list? Um, I go. I've got a lot going on in my world, so I tend to ignore a lot of my books unless they're they're really catchy and I I need to read them. You know, the first week or two that they're out. This book, the moment we opened the box, I was grabbing a book. I was grabbing an issue, sitting down and reading it before we'd done inventory, which is obscure and weird for me. It's not for Zach. He does that every week. But for me to do it, it was a, a huge change. And it was that book was that good to make it so it was just a page turner for me. And it was the first book that I've ever done that in this store. So even though it's not my top, it's damn close. And then after that, my number four is Getting It Together, which is not my type of book in any way, shape, or form. This is a, Getting It Together is a slice of life for a bunch of 20-somethings in the Bay Area who have fucked up everything around them. Uh, The main two characters open their relationship up. The fallout from that creates huge jealousy, a breakup. He's roommates with her gay brother, and he's having to keep their lives apart while the guy is regretting the decision and trying to make good with his girlfriend while she's still in a band with the guy that she slept with that caused all this problem. So it's real slice of life of bullshit that can happen in our lives. But it was written in such a way and drawn in such a way that really sucked me into the story. And I loved it. So it's just like a book about consequences. Yeah, well. it really is. And and what goes wrong when you don't think about it? it sounds good. Like I, it's it's I, excellent. I would, I would read it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an excellent book. And I never thought I would like something that was slice of life. That's not my. I mean, I'm a superhero fan. Like for comic books, I've always yeah. been a superhero. Yeah, but that I don't want to say it's stale. But a lot of the books that I choose are, you know, not. Some of my favorites are not about superheroes at all. Like you say, some of the the horror books are really great, or some of the oh, really yeah. the the stories that you wouldn't necessarily think uh, would be a fun comic book per se, because it's not superheroes like that Carmen book, yeah, or what um, the one you just mentioned. Like they're just for me. I think that's it's fresh. It's unique, and it's, and it's unique. And it, it like it's you don't have a whole shit ton of backstory to worry about. So I think that's all you know. A lot of people getting into comics, they that's the big 
thing is like, where do I start? That's why I have not picked up a Batman comic unless it's Reptilian. <laughs> that oh, was a good Batman one. Reptilian's just... I forgot about that one. That's... Oh, well, it's Garth Ennis, who is my favorite writer, but it wasn't of the caliber that the ones on this list are. It's good. It's good. But yep. no. it's not fantastic. It's, it's almost great. It's really fun and weird, though. Yeah. I'll say that. It and is then good. The number five on my Are list suck on its teat? is your teat? <laughs> not an issue, but a storyline. So not a series. It's a specific storyline is the Prey storyline from Thor, which I think is Thor 11 through 14 or 11, like 11 15, to 15? Like 16 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a really uh, odd numbering. Yeah. And Prey is the reference of Donald Blake coming back after 30 years. Uh, who is the alter ego from the early 80s of Thor when he's on Earth in human form carrying the walking stick, unbeknownst to the reader back then that now Donald Blake and Thor swap locations from a, uh, like a, well, a hell dimension it's, would be the best. Oh, it's, uh, it's not. It's a fucking suburban hell. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, the true. He gets Truman showed yeah. every time. And, and, and really, then he, then he realizes that he's in the. He Truman finally Day. figures the it out. The, the bad Groundhog's Day. Yeah, he goes <laughs> nuts, comes back, gets angry. Then, when Thor and him swap, he breaks the staff and sticks Thor in that world. And is like, nope, fuck you. I'm here forever now. You can die there. And he has to battle against Beta Ray Bill, Throg. They bring Lockjaw back, who Donnie Cates famously killed in Death of the Eternals. Or Death of the Inhumans. Yeah. Uh, and so you get these these iconic characters from early days of Thor, like early Bronze Era days of Thor, uh, that haven't been seen in years. And it's a great story. It's ri- written really well. But it's Donny Cates, so it's not really a surprise. Mm-hmm. But it's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there's there are ramifications for everything. And if we don't care about spoilers, it actually ends in one of the coolest ways possible. If you do care about spoilers, skip ahead 30 seconds because he gets Loki'd at the end, like from the original Norse tales. Mm -hmm. He gets tied in a dungeon on a table by Loki, who is dripping the snake's venom into his eyes for all of eternity. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. That is brutal. And then an honorable mention on here, one that if it were a fast story would have been on this list because it's the most beautiful book of the year. Uh, Archie Comic Digest? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the most beautiful art of any book released in the last year and a half. But the story is like watching paint dry sometimes is we only find them when they're dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will say the first I five issues. I love that mm. book, but it is so hard to read. If they cut it down by two-thirds, it would be the best book out there. It's just too mm-hmm. slow to get to the point. Gotcha. But if you haven't, I mean, that's an honorable mention for me because it was close on the list because the art is just drop-dead gorgeous. The art is amazing. Uh-huh. So no one has said something is killing the children yet. Have, have we? Has well, anybody said it? No. It, See, and that's what surprises me is like no was, one has. If it on were released this year, like the first issue, I would have gone that way. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to uh, say. Because this so year. So, what about House of Slaughter? Is it just. Uh, House of Slaughter was good, I thought. House um, of Slaughter's good. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's of the same caliber as well, Tinian's other only, works. And it's only yeah. one issue right now. So. Two. Uh, two. And is even two? even mm-hmm. if 
something that's killing the children started this year i think it was just a good kind of binging comic yeah it was mm-hmm. it didn't have that the is full a... depth that you know some of the other ones that made the, my list did they, yeah, um, well you got ice cream man and that one's fantastic mm-hmm. too but it doesn't have the hooks and the 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 soul wrenching that each title of these has had that has either made an impression or a change in your 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 tastes because each one of these point. i think mm-hmm. changed tastes with all of us yeah. mm-hmm. and and something is it's a cool concept but it's basically just a different take on serial killers yeah yeah i'm still gonna get everyone but. oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if there's a reason cover it's on my like, list like we said sometimes simple is better yeah mm-hmm. you don't have to reinvent the wheel to make an amazing comic it's just not going to be in that level in that upper echelon of game changers i heard somebody right. somebody say everything's been done before it's not big what's it's big how yeah, how you get there? That hmm. making big hows in a story is what makes it snap. It was somebody very literary, famous. I can't remember now, but he was selling a master class. So shit, it wouldn't know. have surprised me if it was Gaiman. It probably was. He's it it was. Class. I would have remembered him because <laughs> he's one of the greatest writers there is right now. Oh yeah. god. Okay, so number one for you. Which number you, one's which Carmen. 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 Carmen, hands down. Cool. It was my top of the year. And now, and now, we'll do mine. This one, I'm, the first one, I, I actually brought in books. I thought we were going to do that, by the way. <laughs> I, I forgot. I feel you like know, I, the visuals for podcasts like don't them. really connect with me. Yeah, it did. Cool. <laughs> Whatever. And it was snowing. <laughs> do you, you want to help outside. Steve grab, so, like, out of his 10, 15 boxes he got back there? Feel free, man. <laughs> so, I picked, not number one. This could have been number one, but... I think uh, how few and far between the issues were all year. Mm-hmm. Um, the last Ronin, really, really great story. Um, just yeah, it's tough for me to say that's number one. Um, In a lot of ways, that got me back into collecting comics recently. Yeah. It's a really great book. Sean I gave think. me the first issue, and then I was hooked. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I enjoy actual paper. Yeah, and then then it's like, oh wait, Carnage, Venom, oh shit. Yeah, what was last year? Something I hadn't collected comics in twenty years. I opened the store. I still wasn't collecting comics. What was it last year that did it? What issue? I I don't remember. We can go all the way back to the end of your account. I probably just threw stuff at you. Honestly, you kept talking about characters (laughs) you enjoyed. Yeah, there was just an issue. I picked it up. I'm like, well, I'm back. Yep, here we go. And it was done. Oh, I. This was this, this. I think it was Fool Killer. I think it legit was Fool Killer. We bought some boxes, and you were always talking about how you enjoyed the character Fool Killer. And I went, "Here's half of them," and you lost your mind. Yeah, and then I went on eBay and started buying back issues, in, and in then a, I was done. In yeah. a lot of ways, uh, the last Ronin. It's Ninja Turtles run. For anybody who mm-hmm. doesn't know, um, in a lot of ways, that's what that was for me. Is like well, it uh, pulled me back in. Uh, just to like, for in a big way, um, Future State did that too. Um, I wasn't collecting a whole lot of like new before that. I've always collected like my older shit, but like start to read like new stuff was Future State Last Ronin. So that one makes the list, but it's not number one just because it takes so long. It, it is an amazing book. 
Yeah. Uh, the it Last really Ronin, I will say that is a well-written book. It's a well-drawn book. Great the, concept. The story is interesting. It's mm -hmm. enveloped. Mm -hmm. And the, art, the way the art changes in the different scenarios. So if, when he's like telling a story, it yeah. looks like the old school art. And then uh, like in like reality you're in like uh, right now. I mean, it's a different art style. And then, you know, when they're having a flashback, it's a different art style. So it, I just really, really like and enjoy. And, and I think it's a really sweet, uh, really cool take on the Ninja Turtles oh, mytho mythos in general. Um, like just before I read anything about it, I mean, I read the, you know, description on, you know, kind of what, or saw the pictures, really, you see them with all the weapons, and you're like, you mm -hmm. start assuming, and I was like, oh, man, that, that would be nuts if they were all dead but one of them, and then you, and I don't know if anybody remembers, but when it was coming out, we didn't even know which turtle he was. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that this is exactly really cool. who I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was going to be him. Because it, made it the was most either sense. him or Raphael. But Raph's always been the angry one. But Raph's too obvious. Yeah. So, and it's cool but, that it's Michelangelo. Spoiler alert. Uh, but here's here's the thing that makes that book amazing. This is the consequences of the life that they have chosen. And that is mm -hmm. something that isn't shown in a lot of comic books. Well, they were properly. born in. They were born into. They they didn't really have the luxury of choosing. But Splinter, um, it's a really great take, and it really goes down to the basis of like what it's all about is yeah. like the rivalry between the two families and like the martial arts schools and like. It breaks it down and to its core and to, builds up a yeah, new world. And trying to end it. They're like, yeah. okay, this is, they've tried over and over and over to end it. And so uh, this but, is kind of wrapping it up, I think. But they're doing other stuff too. Yeah, it's, it, it is an amazing series. I will say that. Like, I know it's 25 years in the making and it's been worth the wait. Yeah, it's great. Because it's the best thing that the Ninja Turtles has ever had written about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a little darker take on, um, something that was a little light and funny when we were mm. kids back to so, their roots yeah back to the roots mm -hmm. i mean issue number one they killed shredder yeah, yeah they dark. were assassins yeah, yeah. it's really good stuff out for revenge <laughs> number two not necessarily in any order but moon knight this run mm. is gorgeous oh god the it story is. is great um it's just uh the full package for me and I, i'm really glad that they executed it one of my favorite titles uh Ever. Well, They've really polished it up nice, and it looks it's a really, really great run, and I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. I'll tell you one thing Marvel's doing excellent. Like, Disney's buyout of Marvel has been great for the comic books because they're making great entertainment, but now they're starting to go back to their, their properties in comic book form and updating them to and, and make it more accessible. And this isn't a reboot. It's a just continuation um, of existing story, and it's just like rehashing and um, just the artwork. If you haven't seen it, oh no, it's, it's just oh. it looks the same on the cover as it does on the it's pages. Beautiful art. Mm -hmm. It's well written. It's well fleshed out. And I know that's something that you've always kind of said that like it drives you nuts when the cover art doesn't look like what's in the book. Mm -hmm. 
Bill, I'm talking or, to Bill, by the way. I, that's why I've stayed away from Excuse the me. Uh, the, jo- the recent Joker run. I mean, it, the Commissioner no, Gordon one, story. That one's good, too. It almost made my list, but it's a little too... There's cool parts. Definitely the clone of Bane, the female Bane. Vengeance. Vengeance. You mean yeah, his, that's you mean all his really daughter? I thought she she's a clone. Uh, I didn't read it, but everything yeah, I was hearing clone. was it was his daughter. No, she's a spoiler alert again. Uh, it's the oh, vengeance of Bane. Yeah. Well, she's uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, um, like, he's not dead anymore. Uh, well, in the zombie one, he is. Uh, the, the he can still task, talk. But ta- Task Force Z. I'll agree with you, though. Moon Knight has been a phenomenal Killer relaunch. Book. Killer book. And that's just a personal mm-hmm. preference but because uh, I, I grew up reading Moon Knight and I just really love how they've treated it so well. You should He's have read the it. Avengers uh, storyline of Conchu. Oh, God, that was good. I, I can go. I mean, I'll definitely do that. For Who's sure. writing Moon Knight? Uh, who is writing it? Oh, Jesus. It's not Ewing, is it? Um, McKay. Okay. Uh... I don't know how to say the Capucio and Rosenberg, Rosenberg. But great series. Yeah, really, really. uh, It's definitely at the top. Um, Next one, Silver Silver Coin. Coin. Ah. Silver (laughs) Coin made the list. It's just like you said, really, really great. It was. Um, It was on my top to be on my top ten for sure. And I, I hope they continue. There. I it's really got do. A lot of fanfare. That yeah. one I tried. I'm I'm the out Scott liar on this one. I tried to love Silver Coin. There was something about it. It's a great book, but there's something about it that didn't hook me. It's the and, lack of. Uh, uh, and it might have been the complexity of stories that I'm right. realizing I like. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this it one's is a really little isn't. looser and simple. Yeah. Um, but it, it makes it a fun read because you don't have to try too hard. Like Zach said, you can jump in in any issue, and they're all really good. Um, another one that's similar to this, another honorable mention that didn't make the list, but uh, was Dead Box, and the only reason it didn't make it is because there's so few. Mm-hmm. That's another really really good. Uh, the latest issue of Silver Coin, though, with the arcade. Oh, the, no, uh, you missed that. Oh, another, no, there's another the issue that came well, out the, this week. The one, the, yeah. My latest one that I read, I haven't read the newest, but... That one was especially, yeah, especially was uh, excellent. I love all the references they pack into it from uh, Department of Truth, Spawn. Uh, yeah, Biters. Spawn in the video game. I was yeah. like, shut the front door. You're <laughs> talking about, uh, when you talked about the video game in there, all I could think about was Black Mirror. Yeah. 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 The, the, and so those two, uh, Black, uh, Silver Coin and Dead Box, both remind me of uh, Black Mirror. And uh, that kind of Twilight Zone feel. I love the anthology. Um, I've always been kind of a fan of that. So definitely another good one. Next one's Berserker. We, just because um, I, was, I, I think that's a really fun action one. It's bloody gory. Um, another one you don't have to try too hard. Oh, you can turn your brain off on that book. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad thing. No. It no, really it's, isn't. It's, it's a fun it's, story. But you can read it, and while you're reading it, you can, you can see it. Happen. Yeah, you can see a movie taking place in front of you. Like, it's mm-hmm. written like a, a, yeah, the reason a film I, script. The reason I bring it up 
on there is because I really enjoy. It's nothing new. The guy's super old. I mean, they do it like you say. There, every story's been done. It's how you get there. And yeah, I think the, the way they're they're archetype. I, yeah, I think the way they're getting there is like really fun. And I um, can appreciate a man just wanting to die because I feel like that. Yeah, most and days. That, that's yeah. the best part. Is like <laughs> generally in a story like this, you would have the people he's working for tricking him, and you know telling him this or wiping his mind or something but he's just like do what you want just figure out how to fucking kill me already yeah like and he uses that to kind of launch to other stories that are in different er- eras of time yeah he's like and i don't so I think even, that's that's like the elegance of and it's, the it's got that interview with the vampire feel too yeah, that's a good uh mm-hmm. where yeah. he's yeah. Sitting, he's interviewing with this psychiatrist and flashing back and kind of getting his it's the same yeah like it reminds me a lot of Interview with the Vampire. And there's nothing wrong with with taking elements of those and putting it together in a new recipe because it's the how. Mm-hmm. This one gets to the story. How it does it is this way. And it's and unique. It's, it's unique for sure. And I also feel like this one is a book that has been written specifically to be turned into a movie or TV show. Uh, it's going to be turned into, I believe, an Amazon Prime show. Yeah. And a manga series, uh, potentially an animated anime series. Sweet. Uh, last I remember, we're getting a movie and an anime. So uh, well, it's Keanu confirmed. Reeves is the likeness they use. He's a part of. I don't know how much he's involved in. Oh no, he the wrote. He, he co-created. Okay. Yeah. And worked with a bunch so, of writers. Yeah. So if it's coming from him, you know he's going to want to make a movie. So yeah, it's what and, he knows. Uh, and. Jo- uh, Based on all of his movies, and sh- this sh- will be the shit. So that one makes the list, and that might be number one for me. Berserker feels like, what if John Wick outlived his dog? Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I mean, of killing you know what sold me a, is like... Yeah, he just died on of natural causes, and he just got pissed and was like, well, I want to die now, too. <laughs> you, know what, you know what sold me on this is that... Um, like he, he, in the first issue, he punches a guy's jaw, like completely off his uh, face. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. You got me hooked. And then you get does, like does the little punch through a guy's head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you fucking, like, that's one yeah. of the greatest things is it's like, it's just so bloody and gory and just brutal. And it, it's one of those fun. I as personally, name. Yeah. I think it would be a better series if it was truly monthly. Yeah, it's it's not. It's it, you can get it in a week or you can get it in three months. Mm, it, yeah. The inconsistent release schedule on this one, I think, hurts it more than it helps it. It's yeah, another one of those things like uh, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, uh, it's just few and far between. It takes, and then you got to remember what you read last time, and which isn't hard. It's not. Uh, it's one of those one that sticks with me, and I'm like waiting to read the next yeah. one so. it's just the inconsistency of it makes it gives it that frustrating yeah. issue mm-hmm. uh but it is a good book great book is it a book that's ever gonna it changes the world no not at all but it's just a fun the ride is, yeah it's, a, it's enjoyable yeah it's like a action good action movie that you don't really want to think too fucking hard but uh, you want a good story and it's got a good compelling story well, it's got a action. deep story yeah it's i a mean good Good, compelling mm-hmm. uh, take on immortality and, um, yeah, the struggle of being immortal. Yeah. If you're getting down <clears throat> to brass tacks. It's, it's like. They do something unique with it. Yeah. 
So, and it isn't often that you see an immortal movie where he's like, no, just figure out how I can yeah, die. Yeah, just show me how to die. And then, like, and then so they're like, oh, well, we got you. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure you do. Like, I haven't taught her that a bazillion times. He's like 85,000 <laughs> years old. Yeah, he's like, that. sure, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Get a spinoff series where it's just all the different ways they've tried to kill him. Could you imagine <laughs> being that old? No. Like a thousand years. Think about how long a thousand years is. Like that's so, the, the United States is less than 300 years old. Wrap your minds around that shit. So there's like lost time in between like, um, you know, the the kingdoms of Egypt. There was like supposedly three kingdoms, and they're like, "Oh, there's like two, three hundred years of lost time here," and they just kind of gloss over that. Like, that's the entirety of the United States history. Yeah, mm -hmm. that you're glossing over, and the way that they, I'm getting way off fucking topic here, <laughs> but you get, <laughs> I tend to do that. Uh, anyway, last one, Swamp Thing. Rom V. That one, oh. that one, uh, a lot of the same feelings is uh, Moon Knight. I'm actually a, uh, impressed by the choice on that one because it is yeah. a good book. It's a killer book, and it, it uh, reminds me, it's it's uh, got a horror feel. It's very tense and, or maybe not horror, but like a thriller type story. Um, it's not like crazy action superhero. It's more dark and cerebral, and um, it's going over uh, this new avatar for for the swamp or the green or the sw swamp thing. Um, so, if you don't know, there the person that turns into swamp thing. Uh, I forget his name in here, honestly. I can't remember the new guy, but he's basically the new avatar for all that. And it's like showing him coming to grips with that, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And it really, it's just a really, uh, like I said about Moon Knight, they're handling it really well. And they're treating it nice, and I enjoy that, because I always liked Swamp Thing, too. So Swamp Thing, great character. Really great character. Yeah. And this new run of Swamp Thing... <clears throat> Has been a a mild reimagining, but a an, an expansive growth on personality. Yeah, they're not rebooting. And, they're just like, okay, it's passed on to the next guy, and, and so it's you know they've uh, take they've powered him down a little bit because like if you watch some of the 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 most recent stuff of uh, Alicus Swamp Thing. He's he is nature now. Yeah, he yeah, he's is. Just well, a he God. is in this too. Yeah. Um, and but, they actually, it ties in, not to cut you off, sorry. Yeah. Um, it actually ties in, uh, Suicide Squad almost made my list too, just because it tied into so many other books, including Swamp Thing. Uh, what's her fucking name? The, uh, the chick that runs... Amanda Waller? Yeah. So she like comes up with the bright idea to try and bring Swamp Thing onto the team and go capture him. Like, that would be a great fucking idea. Shit, they did it with Connor. But he's a force of nature, dude. Yeah. Like, no way they could ever control Swamp Thing. No, not a chance. He, 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 yeah, I mean, he is immortal, too. <clears throat> yeah. You can't even put, he, like, you but, can't do the bomb in his head thing. He's just gonna, no. nope. Yeah, he'll just spit it out of there. Yeah. Fuck him. 
Which is funny. Like, you remember uh, Future State when they did the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. run there? And they had all the bombs planted in um, Clayface? <laughs> and just tried to kill everybody? Just, yeah, just blow okay, him the fuck up. Give it back. Yeah, yeah why wouldn't he be able to just... <laughs> Oddly... Out of Future State, you mentioning that, I want to bring up what I think was one of the more interesting books in that one that I don't think got the love it should have, huh. Legion of Superheroes. Oh, yeah. That, that one was a, interesting. That one was cool as shit. The covers were great, too. It, they were weird mm-hmm. and fucking strange. But oh, yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, there were a trip. To recap, there's been just some amazing books this year, and it is, writing this list was hard. It was. Mm-hmm. It, it was a struggle for me to dig through, but these are the ones that... Uh, especially Moon Knight, Swamp Thing, those both, and Ninja Turtles. I mean, that really... Stir- they hit that nostalgia They hit for the you. nostalgia button, and uh, I hope I came up with a good list here because, I mean, it's kind of a mix of a little bit of everything, a little bit of action, a little bit of horror, a little bit of, um, little bit of everything, and like you say, nostalgia all the way. You guys kind of picked a lot of newer stuff, though, which is interesting to me. One that I almost put on my list, honor, honorable mention, is the many deaths of Lila Starr. Oh, that by one. Rom V. It was it, it, that one was almost took out Heroes Reborn. Um, so death personified gets fired because somebody's deter- found mm. the cure for life to become all humans to become immortal. <laughs> so she is then lives on Earth. And every book is she's reincarnated into a human and then dies. So each bir- <laughs> each book is a life and a death. Cool. And it and it and it and kind a of brings a different person every mm-hmm. time. Sometimes hmm. it was a little. There's a few points in times where I had to kind of stop and reread a few pages, uh, but you know because it was like poetry. Cool. Both mm. imagery, yeah, the like colors, and they were they kind of like different color scheme than what I'm used to. Mm. It kind of felt more um, kind of I don't know Indian or Bali. I don't I've never you know that may be a little bit stereotypical, but it had that kind of rich colors and feel to it. Cool. One that almost hit my list, uh, Faithless Two. That one was fucking weird, but <laughs> so good. Uh, the story was good. It was intricate. It was an interesting story, but it's all based around like demons and sex magic. <laughs> like it's really strange. She fucks both Lucifer and an archangel. Same time. Uh, same issue. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking weird, but interesting. Uh, same writer or same artist as Many Deaths. She's just got mm-hmm. that amazing just design aspect to it. Uh, and it's, it's not my normal wheelhouse. I mean, this year, if anything, I've learned to expand my comic love, not be as myopic in what I purchase Yeah, and, and what give, I read. Give things a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've and taken Zach, a lot of what, risks. That's what Zach's great for. Is like, uh, you, you come in thinking you know what you want and he's like, but you really want this too. Yeah, I read all the weird and then, stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then you end up <laughs> going and reading it, and you, that's what Silver Coin was. That was. So you need to read uh, Avengers another, Fifty. Another, yes. yeah, I need yes. to read that. I need. To, is that new? Yeah, you yeah. should. We throw it in my. I can. Just, I can go grab it and throw it's, it at you. It's a thick book too, which was actually good. It was <coughs> dense with a. It was like 
two or three comics worth yeah. of one comic in one mm-hmm. book. Can we, well, very can we throw one in my that. box before I leave? Uh, yeah. I got to buy it. Uh, <laughs> but the, the great thing about Avengers is it actually comes up with Moon Knight. So, you know, we're getting a Moon Knight show. Mm-hmm. So they reinvigorate the Moon Knight comic. Yeah. Well, and we're getting a She-Hulk show. Avengers 50 brings us that reinvigorated She-Hulk Sweet. who gets her own series this month. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't be more excited that about show, that. Is that show? Is that an animated show? Nope. Nope. Live action. She Hulk is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. CGI She Hulk uh, stars the girl who was uh, who played all of the clones in Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. So she's Jennifer Walters. Cool. And then they have it's a CGI a, version. That'll be a good show. Yeah. Oh a yeah. A lot of the uh, Hawkeye is great. What do you guys think of that? Have you guys been watching it? I'm completely caught up. It's nice and fun. I don't need big stakes right now on the MCU. And I like how they're they set up for they with the Ronan thing, and uh, how they and also his deafness. Oh, yeah. the the way they're addressing his his hearing loss yeah. has been phenomenal. Good stuff. And you feel for him. Well, and then it's funny their dynamic between him and um, Kate. God, I suck at fucking names, man. Kate Bishop. But uh, she, how she'll be just jabbering away, and he can't even hear a word she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you feel bad for him. He gets on a phone call with yeah, who he that. thinks is his wife, and it's his son. Can you text me? And doesn't want to say that his hearing aids aren't working. Yeah, so yeah. she's like kind of writing stuff down. You have you seen it? I fell like, asleep through We're it. like fucking it up for you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, it's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't it really change jerk. anything. That part fucking... I was like tearing up big yeah. time. As what about that? You yep. have any other sleepers on your list? Or uh, other near... My... <clears throat> something that almost made my list, the only reason I didn't is because it was towards such towards the end of the uh, whole run and everything. Immortal Hulk. Given the fact oh, that... Yeah, that is a great run, too. Beautiful. Oh, Beautiful God. Books. The art's great. Good body horror. But then the very end, basically learning that the entire storyline has been the guilt Hulk or the devil Hulk, whatever you want to call it, setting up the entirety of what the Hulk needs to be, and that it's more or less the biblical story of Job the entire time is really interesting. It's yeah. Yeah. The anti-Semitism... You know, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, and that, that's also well in line with uh, the Christian God too. <laughs> and that uh, that run, the Immortal Hulk, that uh, leads into Gamma Squad. Yeah, Gamma Flight, which or Gamma Flight. Yeah, bad. um, yeah, that's pretty decent one too. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened and to Alpha Flight? I think this is like their little play on that. Both of sure. these bring about the character that Nathan Fillion wants to bring into the MCU, Sasquatch. <laughs> I really. <laughs> I don't, I don't like Nathan Fillion anymore. So I'm revoking the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion. Remember when he got choked out by the Hulk in uh, Secret War 2? Sasquatch? Isn't that don't. the one where they teach the Beyonder how to poop? Where Spider-Man teaches oh, yeah, the Beyonder how to poop? Ladies of the Night as well. Yeah, yeah, because he just wants to be human. And he gets jerry, cur- uh, jerry curls. <laughs> Dude, that was a fun book. I They're need to so get those. Strange. They're fun. I think I've got them. Another yeah. the last one I got to mention, and it almost made the list. Orphan and the Five Beasts. Oh, my. Mm. I can't. I forgot that was a thing for the longest time. Because yeah, because it took so long. Seven, seven months for issue yeah. three to come out. That's between. why I didn't make the list. Yeah. But it's still a killer fucking story. Oh, 
it's so fun. The art is so insane. Again, good. five is hard because mm-hmm. there have been so many good ones this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I've said it before to a lot of people. I'll say it again now. I think we've entered the new golden age of comic books. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's I think cool. we're getting the best writing and the best art of any other time in history. And I think that the people who are making the choices now truly love what they do. And it shows. It shows a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, exactly. The Moon Knight book's a good example. Yeah. Like, uh, just the love and care that they've put into the story and the art and everything about it. It's just really, really great. And it gives me hope that the show will be just as good. And I really hope it is because uh, that's a big one for me. Yeah. The other one I have to mention is Stray Dogs. Almost made the list. Oh. That one was really cool. That one was fun. It was just... Sorry, go ahead. Just so different and not what I expected, but yet so so enjoyable and creepy all at the same time. If Hostel was made in the Disney universe... (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty brutal huh the story of how lady and the tramp became homeless (laughs) (laughs) good book interesting book Mm. Uh, i will give it that but it's different and that's really what the last two years have shown us in comic books is that different works and difference right and it's time well it's art and art art is you know unique and Needs to push the boundaries. Yeah, it should yeah. change yeah. and just push, like you said, push boundaries and just be fucking. Let your freak fr- uh, flag fr- uh, fuck. I can't even say it. <laughs> let your freak flag fly. Yeah, and fucking. Usually, when people do that and just fucking put it out there, it ends up being really great. And uh, that's uh, what we're getting with a lot of these newer stories. Is that weirdness it's uh like we keep saying unique and fun and uh diverging from the normal superhero constant comics that we always grew up with which is still fun see if if crossover didn't try to keep the story going as long as they are to get to the point it would have been on that list Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's great but it's like i'm watching a TV show waiting for sweeps week. That's good. Good yeah. analogy. Or yeah. it's almost like sometimes it feels too much insider baseball too. Yeah. You know, they're, it, they're it's a, they're writing the comic for themselves and their own friends. It and feels it's excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, great art, great story, but the pacing of it, it, a lot of what hurts a book right now is that pacing. It's not understanding. We want the story. Don't make us wait. Uh, the Orphan and the Five Beasts. If it had come out more regularly, it had been your top book of the year. Probably. Yeah. Probably, because it really is that good. It really is that good. And um, I just, uh, what was it? I came in and it, it, like I had forgotten about it. You know what I mean? And I come in and I'm like, what the, f-? you know, I asked Zach, I'm like, whatever happened to Orphan and the Five? And he's like, it just so happened. It was like mm-hmm. just coming up out the week next week or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like jesus it took long enough like fuck man i wonder what yep. happened like why it took so long maybe the guy got kidnapped or something uh, maybe he yeah maybe, maybe he's playing video games yeah be like, oh, God. he's playing Fortnite. wow he's playing wow 
like the one the one manga right uh, manga artist that got addicted to dating sim games so he's never putting out <laughs> another another mo- chapter at all didn't he die who oh yeah yeah it was the, the, it was the, the guy who did uh, berserk the, the berserk manga uh kentaro mura or something like oh, that that's yeah. a really great fucking yeah he got show. addicted to video games and died yeah and never finished nope well, like the way you say that means like the the video games and dying were related. No, he just he <laughs> got addicted to play. He probably went into core health from sitting around playing video games. No, if he was South Korean, that's a real possibility. Yeah, no, that was uh, sleeping with a fan. That's how you die from that <laughs> obscure South Korea references. So, here's the question: I've been watching this uh, Super Crooks. Have you guys been watching this? No, I forgot that was a show. It's I remember really, it supposedly coming I have, out. What's I have, it on? Uh, TV. Uh, Net- Netflix? No shit. It's on Netflix. Demota. But do, yeah. you, do you know uh, Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a tie-in to that universe. Huh. These guys are lesser okay. crooks that, you know, rob banks and they go for the money. It's like an Ocean's Eleven type deal almost, but with superpowers, it's mm. really, it's fun. Um, you guys should check it out. It ties into that. And there's a... I, it, funny enough, I bought the run some years ago from when Game Crossing over there was selling comics, and I just happened to pick up the run because I thought it looked cool. And then I'm like watching the show and going, "Jesus Christ, this seems really familiar." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I go digging through my shit, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure as shit, there they are." And it was like hmm. a four run, four issue run, and it's just a really fun. Um, Mark Miller, nice. Uh, was part of the writing it. Uh, it's a really fun one, so you guys should, should I'll, check. I'll this. definitely check that one out. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. So, looking for next year, what comics are you most excited about coming out? Ooh, that's a tough one. She Hulk would be right at the top of the list. Uh, I'm real excited for that series, uh, but I am excited for the relaunch of Hawkeye as well. And Luke Cage, but mm-hmm. Luke Cage is this month, I think. I something I remember doing orders for it a while back. Yeah, but you never know; things could get pushed uh, back. So I'm excited for the the ones I've not usually been a collector of are the ones that are getting me excited. Hmm. So Luke Cage coming back is going to be awesome because it's a three issue miniseries. Uh, it's back fighting on the streets, and I love the show so much that it's really got me excited for this book. That's got you know. Then that's since you're bringing that up, uh, they. You know the announcement that they're bringing Daredevil into the MCU and yeah. keeping the same same actor, Charlie Cox so, is Matt Murdock. So good that it also leads to Vincent D'Onofrio reprising uh, yeah. his role as Kingpin, and and also let's, let's, let's roll the dice for um, what's his not his sidekick, the lawyer, Foggy, 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 say Duffy, but yeah, Duffy, <laughs> Foggy Nelson, Foggy Nelson was a great his his role in that Duffy Nelson, yeah. They don't need to, as much as I liked her in the show, they don't need to bring in uh, Deborah Ann Page uh, mm. to reprise her role. That, she's not needed. I think she's hot, though. Oh, mm. yeah, absolutely. But. I wouldn't mind mm. seeing her. You've like, seen True Blood, right? No. Go you watch should. True Blood. I've watched a little bit. I have a hard time with... Oh, no, while watching it, you'll have a hard time. But <laughs> 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 Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, but they don't need her in the show. 
Rosaria Dawson is night uh, night nurse. I really wanted to see her take that further. Mm-hmm. And so if they bring her back, I'll be real happy. And she's, she's right always, in bed she's with the House awesome. of Mouse. Actress. Yeah, she's always great. But she's in bed with the House of Mouse so much now that it would not be difficult well, to get her on that one. I, she's going to be and, uh, focusing on uh, Ahsoka at least for a while, right? Yeah, but that's only half a year, so she could go over and reprise her role pretty easily. That would be. She's going to be in the same place filming it. I guess the time yeah. time frame would work out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not. So I always enjoy her, though. She's always been great. She's she in dope sick right now. And she has a hmm. new movie coming out next summer. Oh, yeah? Clerks 3. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Come on, Kevin Smith. Hey. Yeah, we like that Kevin la- Smith in this house. I, I like, like him, too, man. But, like, that last Jay and Silent Bob was yikes. It was Jay and Silent Bob. That's as far as it needed to go. Yeah, yeah. I got what I wanted out of it, and I nothing more. I think he's more. just trying to. Did you want like Avengers Endgame out of that or something? No, but like it's just it was trying too hard to recapture. I felt like recapture old good stuff like Mallrats and um, Chasing Amy. Oh, and... we're getting a new Mallrats. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna do it all, huh? Yeah, sweet. We're getting a new Mallrats. Uh, I'd love to see a new Dogma. Oh, God. Uh, Dogma, yeah. I would be down for that. From... I would be down with that. Dogma is good. I could do another Dogma, though. Like, You can't really. Yeah. Thousand years in the future, uh, Loki and uh, Bartleby <laughs> are just sitting around just angry at humanity still. And there's just Jay and Silent Bob sitting in the corner. Just their corpses. No, just them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just their corpses. They use their uh, movie money to just do Frozen uh, and carbonite. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. that, yes. This. Now you've given Kevin it's Smith no, ideas. No, it would need to be Bluntman and Chronic hanging on the wall. It's like idiocracy. They're just cryogenically frozen in a trash pile. <laughs> <laughs> Dig that movie. Water uh, like the stuff that's in a toilet? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's supposed to be a warning, not a documentary. <laughs> yeah, they're watering oh, their crops with Gatorade. Uh, no, it's, it's got more. Bro- ele- it's a uh, Brondo. It's What's got what plants crave. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> you got. Uh, you want to stop and get a Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't have time for a hand job. Oh God, the, uh, <laughs> the movie theater. Now back to the new episode of Ouch My Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I memorized the name of the president of that for like a long time ago. Like, oh god, I can't remember, but I know it's like President Camacho. Uh, president, yeah, wasn't like, he a professional Dwayne, wrestler? Like Dwayne Herbert Mountain Dew Camacho or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew again. <laughs> the, a warning, not the, a documentary. The the fucking death arena where they get, he's got like a uh, fucking bug with a dildo glued to the front. It's against a monster truck. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. What do you guys think about upcoming events such as Spider-Man? What's your predictions? Are we going to see Toby? Are we going to see Andrew? Yes. We're definitely seeing at least one of them. <clears throat> I feel like we're going to see Toby for sure. I think Toby is more of a possibility than anything. I just don't know what version of that Peter Parker we're going to get, whether it's I think it'll Peter be a, B. Parker. should be an older one. Well, uh, yeah. Give me yeah. like a Dark Rain Spider-Man style. That'd be really, that'd be really interesting. I like those fan pictures that are floating around where he's got like the 
the, the trench coat style with yeah. the flap. Yeah, that's that Dark looks, Rain style. Yeah, that's sweet. Where he's entirely lost. Uh, Norman Osborn's taken over like the entire city and everything. Is that the one where they had Magneto uh, that you were talking about? The one with uh, Magneto where the, he's putting out a constant EMP? That's Dark Ages. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's either Dark Ages or Marvel Ruins. They've done similar things with both. Yeah. Uh, I think we're getting Mysterio back. Do they, you think he'll instead, they just CGI him in. Yeah. They're just the drones. One drone has his consciousness somehow. <laughs> but it makes sense to have him in there to, to build up the Sinister Six. If, unless they're well, bringing Vulture there. into this one to to round out the Sinister Six. Or Venom. I think it'll be... Uh, I don't think Venom will be a villain. They've they've worked too hard in the last two movies to get him to be yeah, we're gonna have, an anti-hero. Uh, meh. We're going to end up with the uh, maximum carnage going on. It'll just like be... The shocker was one guy with the gauntlets and a yellow shirt. We need absolute carnage. Mm. Uh, I want minimum carnage. No, that that story absolute ones. carnage into King and Black. Medium uh, carnage. That's I want like, secret wars. Yeah, you need that. First. That would be a sweet secret, movie. Yeah. I want need, secret wars. I want to see Spider Man in that symbiote suit. Yeah, that and would then, be cool. You know, that would be cool. There's lots of and possibilities. Not dancing, for, and singing and dancing. There's lots of possibilities for Spider Man to be. But rumor is we're really? getting Modoc in Ant-Man and Wasp Quant- uh, Quantumania. I hope so. Uh, and Yellow Jacket. That Modoc cartoon was pretty good. Oh, the God. Stop animation. It was so stupid. It's so fucking funny, oh, though. Oh, man. I, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Hit Monkey on the other, sand, I, other, other side. I binged that. Oh, Hit I've Monkey. heard about that. I've heard about Great. This. Hit Monkey it's is awesome. amazing. This is really good. Yeah. The What's ghost, uh, Jason Sadakis' character, translates for the monkey for the viewer. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> fucking good. Like, okay, a, so yeah, you, let's. Yeah, I don't know how she can climb. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is this a live a, action show? No, it's animated. completely animated. Yeah. Same, uh, same production house as Archer. Oh. So it has that feel, <laughs> that, so that high level of <laughs> yeah. that campiness, and it's got that ultra violence, too. Sweet. Blood yeah. everywhere. Nice. Death everywhere. God, you guys keep giving me a bunch of ideas. I'm going to have to figure out what I want to do when I get home. Probably watch that one. What's it on? Uh, Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, spend 15 minutes watching True Blood, then watch Hit Monkey. <clears throat> that way your mind is clear. <laughs> what? <laughs> a good relaxing break, you know. <laughs> You'll understand once you watch. <laughs> okay. It's like watching Spartacus. That was such a good show, too. At least when it started. Yeah. When that shit started, didn't the main actor, he passed he, away uh, from died cancer, Died of right? uh, cancer. What, Han- non-Hobskin's lymphoma? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, they just realized that he wasn't healing as fast as he should from all the wounds, or all the injuries on set. and Went into the doctor, died? had cancer? Yeah. Or a form of leukemia, like a really Yeah, he was only form. in the first season, right? Yeah. Died in yep. between. That's why they did they did season two without him as a prequel, so that he could heal. While they were filming it, he died. They had they finished the season, then rewrote it and recast him. And then it sucked season three. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually finish that show. No, no one did. That's why it got canceled. Unfortunate. Yeah. It was really great. Watch season two. I have. I've seen that. I've. I watched. 
you know, as long as I could, and then it just kind of got... After they did their whole prison break... Yeah. Uh, it was kind of over for me. Oh, I agree. I fell off at the same part. When Crixus became the hero... Yeah. I just went, nah, I'm done. Uh, yeah, the, I, I really liked their uh, rivalry in that show. That was really good. So, I mean, that's kind of our top five... Um, for 2021. Uh, Some great books on there. Yeah, so I you, thought everything was really What about great. you, Zach? What are you looking forward to in 2022? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, Sorry. Hopefully more sleep and anything but DC Black Label. <laughs> Give me anything DC Black Label. Always, there was either interesting takes, uh, fun reimaginings, just, or horrifyingly gory random shit. It's always fun and interesting. I'm with that. I'm looking forward to May's book. Jeff Lemire. Mm. That almost made my list, but I want the full story. Yeah. And What's Primordial. Maze Book. Maze Book. It's really cool. I've never heard of that one. And Primordial because it's the same author, Lemire, and the same artist that was in Gideon Falls. And I was in love with that series. Primordial is so unique. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of that Department of Truth feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, really interesting. Also... Looking forward to the new Avengers coming through and Donnie Cates to see what he's doing with Hulk. Yeah, I need to get given that Avengers. And what Ram V and Irvine are going to do with Venom. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need a few more issues on these to, for them to be able to make a list. Yeah, they need to get out, get the air out of the, you know, get, you know, like in a race car, get into the clean air. Yeah. So they can get up to speed and do their thing. Because Primordial, good pacing. Just sh- too few yet to be able to determine. Mm hmm. Cool. What about you? Any, what are you looking forward to? <clears throat> um, just more of this Moon Knight and uh, more of the stuff that I'm already enjoying. You know what I mean? I don't uh, keep up as much as I should with like upcoming stuff. So I don't know really what to look forward to. But I always kind of enjoy just coming in here. Uh, Zach kind of points me in the right direction and he never steers me wrong. So I think I'm going to just stick with that and keep being surprised. I think there's one thing we can all agree on, less production delays. Yeah, 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 I'm looking forward to that and maybe (laughs) some graded comic books back. I got an email yesterday or today, I can't remember which, from DC going, hey, the books you were supposed to get two weeks ago, they might ship this week. Like, they might come out on the 30th of this month. And I'm like, "Are, are, are you kidding? Like, huh? Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Yeah, it's been, but there are shortages everywhere the production Mm -hmm. lines are so backed up this comes back to around to like that talk we had about like using alternatives to paper it's not even paper it's the problem isn't the paper the problem is the ports so the ports are under governmental control yeah okay so everybody who works there was supposed to be vaccinated if you weren't you couldn't work there so they were having backups on that one but that's been overturned now so there's just not enough people who can work to move everything through. So you've got 40 to 80 ships at any time waiting to get into port. So things are so backed up. It's hitting every industry. So it isn't just comic books. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to get the, the new Starlink uh, satellite uh, internet at my place because I live out in the middle of nowhere. And I just got an email from them that because of silicone shortages, oh, they're three here. months behind. 
I pre-ordered the Steam Deck last or earlier this year. Oh yeah, I just got an email on that saying it's going to be delayed until at least February because silicone shortages. That's it's been just, a uh, while with the um, just trying to get computer parts in general, mm-hmm. like uh, cars, video, cars, video yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. Cars uh, are behind schedule because they can't get yeah. the chips a lot, in. A lot of time, you just get you got to be in like a lottery just to earn the chance to try to buy one. Yep, and then so that we, shit's like double price. I mean, yeah, computer parts are hard to come by. Good ones. Vacuum tubes so. are too for radio towers too, by the way. Really? But that's always been a problem. Yeah, because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's also such a a reducing industry in today's world that it's getting harder and harder to find the parts or to have a manufacturer keep updating them. Mm-hmm. And so now you're going into the secondhand market to get replacement parts. And refurbs. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But... We're in an interesting world now that could open up in early 2022. It really could. A couple of quick changes on the governmental side, mm-hmm. and we're there. I mean, nationalize or activate the National Guard to help unload uh, ships in the harbors. Yeah, I was that's wondering why they for. haven't uh, haven't considered that. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's what they're for. That's it, this is almost to emergency. emergency. It is an emergency. And and I'm not talking like an emergency to get comic books because they're entertainment. That's not really an emergency. But if you're not able to make uh, uh, life-saving devices because of that, that's an emergency. Or just capitalism and business. Yeah, yeah just keeping, know, the, uh, keeping the keeping mm-hmm. the economy running. Well, just amazing like, how just how short of a relatively short of a time everything was shut down and how much of a clog that called everywhere not aside from just you know the ship yeah. stuck in the harbor everything just stopped food and how is going bad before it can get off the boat i mean we're seeing one of the biggest inflations in years right now because we can't get the product here mm-hmm. but we're also seeing a a economy recovering faster than ever before while seeing an increase in inflation. So it's a really weird time mm-hmm. right now. I think people are so happy to be able to do things that they're spending money, even though inflation's going up. But that's hurting the, the supply and demand, which is increasing everything. So I'm looking at next month's books, and I'm seeing more $5.99 books than I am $3.99 books now. So mm. the cost of comics are going up because of what's going on. So we've... You know, we've got to get something done so we can get those through the ports so that things can get back to normal. And I'm not talking about going to the store, not wearing a mask normal. I'm talking about supply chain normalities Mm -hmm. in every industry, not just the ones that we all care dearly about. But it needs to be in every industry. Essential ones. Essential ones. All of them. Yeah. Food, medicine. Food, medicine. uh, Computer parts, because those are so necessary for everything. And paper, not just for us, but for other industries. Or swap to American-made hemp paper for all comic books. Yes. I'm good with that. I am so yeah. down with that idea, dude. Like We could totally... They'll last longer. The colors <clears throat> would be more vibrant. It's There's a, a win-win-win yeah. like across the board with that, and I don't know why we're not doing more of that. And one acre of hemp can replace... Four or five acres of trees. Yeah. Can I get the the one on twenty five blotto, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that kind of hemp. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Same hemp, different part of the plant. Excuse me. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> 
So I think that what uh what what are we running on time here, fellas? Hour thirty five. Oh, that's about, yeah. that's just about perfect. I think. I really appreciate you guys doing this again. Yeah, um, oh, no anytime. Fun. And this yeah. is you guys are perfect for this kind of episode. Just uh, and this is a fun little chill. Uh, you know, studio. we've we've been doing a lot of more like kind of interview uh, style ones lately, mm-hmm. and it was nice to. Sit back and just kind of have a fun conversation about comics. So. And bullshit about what we like. Yeah. yeah. And that's always good because you can talk about, like, what's going on news-wise, or you can find out from somebody what makes them tick in this world. But hearing what people love, what are your top picks, that's game. Like like I said, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought Two Moons was your top. Yeah, so it's it game-changing. See, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, and I like that we um, didn't tell each other beforehand. Oh, Steve, then, Steve told me. Oh, and did he? Because he forgot what his ones were. He yeah. had to write them down. Well, <laughs> I did this at like 12. Because I'm a mutant <laughs> with a bad memory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, thought, I thought the, like yeah, it was really fun to see what everybody's takes were fucking, um, and like I, I would have assumed, like I really would have thought someone would have picked something as killing the children, but it didn't make the cut. When did the first one come out? Uh, um, last summer. No, uh, it was like June comic. No, June twenty twenty. Yeah. Still, see, because those the first fifteen were the best right, so far. That initial yeah. run where yeah. she's taking on in that town and mm-hmm. yeah, the, the origin story was good, but it was you know if they started off with the with that the last one, it wouldn't have been as hot as it was. No, I, I enjoyed no. House of Slaughter more than I did the last five of. I, I enjoy how House of Slaughter blends smoothly, and it almost feels like reading another issue of something is killing the children. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's supposed it to be. It blends yeah. so smoothly with what's going on in the in something is killing the children that it just, yeah, it felt really, really. Uh, like a really smooth, tra- oh. like it almost felt like I said, like the same. An analogy Zach and I use is perfect here. It's it's the issue that salts the meat that is something is killing the children. It just yeah. adds a little flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Little, little, Not yeah, overwhelming. Little it fits right in. It feels comfortable. And it's just right. And you get a little, you get more story on a guy who yeah. essentially dies like right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, he's interesting. Oh, well, he's fucking dead. <laughs> so it's nice to get that little bit of extra story. Yeah. But anyway, you guys, I uh, really appreciate, like you said, like I said, you guys coming on. Um, Anytime. Anything going on with you guys um, that you want to let us know about before? Well, at Norse, uh, we have the same thing going on through the end of this month, which is for every... $10 that you spend in store, you get one Norse buck to use in January and February that can be used to replace uh, each Norse buck is worth a dollar. It replaces a dollar of any sale and that can, can be combined with any other offers during that time. So it's just like coming in with real cash. Cool. Cool. Um, anything else, Bill? You got anything? Cool. Well, I think that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.